I probably definitely hit some balls over 450. Probably close to like four, probably 470, 475. It's probably the furthest ones I've ever hit. Mr. Sabato red hot in a two-run home run. Welcome back for episode two of Prospects Perspective. I'm Jacob from That's Baseball. And I'm Aiden from Tipsy Tailgate Media. And we're proud to introduce today's guest, the 13th ranked prospect in the twin system and a UNC legend, Aaron Sabato. Aaron was picked 27th overall in 2020 in the 2021st year player draft, and he currently plays for the Twins' uh, high-A affiliate, the Cedar Rapid Colonels. Aaron, would you like to tell us about yourself, how long you've been playing, what position you play, uh, anything else? I'm Aaron Sabato. I'm from Rybrook, New York. Um, I've been playing baseball since I was about like three, four years old. Um, you know, ever since I was little, all I can remember was all I wanted to do was play Major League Baseball, um, be a Major League Baseball player. Um, I love the game more than anything. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's it's no secret you you were absolutely dominant at, at uh, UNC. Uh, you played there for two years. One of them got cut short, obviously, from COVID. But you hit three thirty two with twenty five homers and eighty one RBIs. So, how would you best describe the feeling of going out there against uh, against your competition in college? Like you had to have been confident, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, just one of those things, like you know, you put in a lot of work, hours on hours, days on days, um, and it's just one of those things that. You know, all the preparation leads to, to a lot of confidence. You know, you put the work in and you ultimately want that work to translate into the game. And, you know, when you can do that and you can trust in your process and trust in your abilities, you know, the game kind of takes care of itself. Yeah, um, that's a great, great uh, answer to that first one. Um, obviously, your college career was cut short by COVID uh, before you were drafted. How was that process, uh, the strange year? Like, what, what was the biggest takeaway you had from that and the biggest change or difficulty with that? Yeah, that was actually um, definitely very interesting. It's nothing I had ever done. I hadn't got a year without playing a game of baseball. Um, so the biggest thing, um, obviously, with COVID was just trying to maintain some sort of routine and process of hitting, lifting, some sort of strength and conditioning, and just trying to honestly keep your mind right. You know, I've never gone that long without having mm-hmm. to play a game of baseball or honestly having to, you know, when you're in college, you know, you, you get those routines of, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday are your lifts. You're going to play third. You're going to play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Have a couple of midweeks. You know, there's kind of a set routine in there. And so, going a year without having, you know, a, a set routine or playing summer ball, or you know, you kind of have to figure out what you want to do and what kind of player you you know you, you want to be and 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 uh, what you want to do on those, you know, on the 365 days that you know I had off. Mm-hmm. So um, it was definitely interesting. Something that you know a lot of players hadn't gone through and obviously I hadn't gone through. So, you know, it's definitely, it was definitely cool. And, and uh, just to find out of, you know, what I wanted to do and how I wanted my, what I wanted my days to kind of look like. So I kind of found myself as a baseball player. You know, I learned a lot about myself too. Mm -hmm. So how was the, uh, like the draft process uh, in particular, like the twins, how was their communication with you guys? Cause obviously there's no, there's nowhere to send you really like there's no games to play. So what was that like? Uh, Yeah, that was actually, um pretty crazy too um the draft day was obviously pretty stressful um you know I actually had barely any communications um I didn't really know where I was gonna uh get picked you know I had I definitely had an idea that I was gonna be a first rounder um but I didn't even know that the twins were gonna pick me honestly I was actually upstairs and all my family members and everything started cheering and I was like oh my god like I had just gotten picked and I and I honestly didn't even know um so going off that, what is the biggest uh, adjustment or jump in the game or the speed of the game from college to the professional game in uh, the minor leagues? 
You know, yeah, you see a lot of the, you know, it's nothing you haven't seen before. You know, you see guys that throw hard just like you do in college. Um, the pitching is definitely better, but I would say the one thing is that like here you play six games a week in college, you know, you, you might've had those two or three days a week to, you know, tweak your game a little bit or work on some things and, and then get ready for a weekend series. But here it's, you know, you're playing six games, you know, day after day, you're at the stadium at two o'clock, you're not leaving till 11 o'clock at night. And then, you know, you got to recover, go to bed, sleep. And then some days you have lifts, you got to get up early. So like, it's pretty much like six full days in a row that, you know, you have to get acclimated to like what you want to do every day instead of, mm -hmm. you know, if you're struggling here or even if you're going good, like you're going to play six games no matter what that week. It's not like you're going to have two or three days off to, you know, try to work on some things or try to clear your mind. You know, like you got to clear mm -hmm. your mind pretty much right as the game's over, get your routine of going to sleep, recovering, and then get back for the next day. So that's what I would say would, would be the biggest difference is just, learning how to treat your body and how to really get focused on what you want to do so that 24 hours later when you're back at that, or honestly 12 hours later when you're back at that stadium, you know, how do you not carry in the day before or the, yeah. or the at bat before? Yeah. So uh, obviously it takes, it takes some guys longer than others to get used to it. But for you, I, I, one thing I noticed, I was looking at your game logs from 2021 power is a massive part of your game. That's part of the reason you got drafted so high. I think you had like a 60 power grade come out of college. But in your first 70 mm -hmm. games of the pros, you only hit four homers. But then in your next 40 games, you hit 16. What Was there any, like, one particular adjustment that really flipped the switch on the season, or was it, like, a culmination of things that went right? Yeah, honestly, you know, I have, I've struggled a little bit in pro ball. Um, just in terms of, like, kind of what I said, like, with the tweaking thing, like, you, know, you start tweaking and you're playing six games a week. You know, it's just going to be a struggle. And, you know, that's kind of the player I was. And, you know, what I'm trying to get away from is just finding a, finding a routine and doing that every single day mm -hmm. and then having those results add up instead of, you know, going one day, doing one thing, going the next day, doing another thing. So honestly, just being really strict and having a good process of what I do in the cage every single day, no matter how I play, because I know that this is going to help my swing. This is the routine I want. Mm -hmm. And that ultimately, if I can do that, if I can do that in a long period in a long stretch, like that's where you get consistent results. So just trying to get a, uh, a consistent process in order to make those results and not, you know, switch what I'm doing, you know, before the game or when I'm home and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you take pride in your ability to draw, draw walks and, and really work the count. What is there? Um, was there something that started that at, at a young age or was that ever a switch in your gameplay or your mindset where you started to take more pitches? Cause it's such a big part of your game along with your power now. I would say I tried to hit my way in, you know, I tried to hit my way um, to like having a good average instead of, you know, like really honing in on, on pitches and, and zones that I do damage in, you know, I started becoming okay with, you know, you can take a strike three that's low and away that's touching the corner. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, that's not something you're going to do a whole lot of damage on. And honestly, you're going to get a lot of weak contact. And if I swing at that 10 times, like what are the percentages that I'm going to do a whole lot of damage on? Mm -hmm. So just trying to slim down, you know, what, where can I do damage on, especially like what the pitcher's throwing. Like if he throws a slider low and away and he's consistent with doing that, you know, it's not something that I want to continue chasing on. I want the way for that slider that's, you know, more middle and, and, and more and covering a lot more of the plate. Mm -hmm. So just realizing that, you know, I can't hit the ball out foul pole to foul pole, but, you know, there's just certain pitches in certain locations that's going to allow me to do that. And if I'm chasing all around the zone, you know, that's not going to happen as much as I want. All right. So, uh, 
in, in regards to your approach at the plate, uh, being with the big league organization, have they like worked with you in terms of not, not just the, uh, not just the scouting reports and stuff like that. I know it's probably more complex than it was in college, but in terms of your finding out what you do right physically, have you worked in any, like the, the biomechanics labs or anything like that? Cause I've heard a lot about that over the last couple of years. Um, yeah, I mean, I've looked at some simi stuff, um, just like how your body moves and, you know, what movements help and, you know, when I'm going well, like what different movements are working. Um, mm. I've tried not to pay so much attention to it, you know, especially during season, you know, those are hard adjustments to make yeah. when you're thinking about, you know, how high is your elbow going where it's yeah, like you're in the, the box and you know, you're facing worst, 90. Worst thing you could do yeah, as a baseball player. Yeah. And you're facing 95. Like it's just one of those things that, you know, that's where it becomes in the, in the cage of like, if I'm working on that and that's my process and I'm going to carry that out for three weeks, like that's where it is. You do, you do your work in the cage, you do your work in the cage, no matter what happens in the game, mm-hmm. the next day, it's the same routine, same thing. So, you know, you, you can learn some stuff, but you just got to make sure that you're not thinking about it, you know, while you play. Yeah. All right. So, uh, me and Aine, we're both from New Jersey. We played high school ball in New Jersey. And, uh, by the way, I, I hit 350 senior year, not to brag, but, uh, the best player we ever faced was Danny Ceretti. And I know he was a teammate of yours at UNC and he, he just had an incredible season this past year. So do you have anything to say about your time playing with him or any like cool stories that you had playing with him? I mean, yeah, I mean, Danny's one, Danny's one of my best friends. I lived with him um, for over a, oh, for my sophomore year while I was there, right before it got cut short. I mean, we're best friends. I mean, he, he, you know, he's an unbelievable baseball player, great shortstop, switch hitting which is obviously awesome. Obviously jealous of the switch hitting. Um, it's very cool. Um, but I mean, I mean, it was just really cool that, you know, we were two kids from the Northeast. Everybody says, you know, it's hard to play baseball. It's hard to go to division one and compete. Mm-hmm. And then you got both of us freshman year, you know, we're competing and playing a full season as freshmen in the, in the infield doing the same thing. And, you know, it's just really cool. And then obviously, you know, the draft's coming up in a couple of days. He's one of my best friends. So I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to see where he's going and, you know, I, I can't wait to shoot him that text once he gets drafted. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, def- I'm definitely going to be uh, keeping an eye out for that. And uh, mm-hmm. so my follow-up to that is, uh, is there anyone you've played with at, like, any level that you've you've just watched them play and you're like, oh, yeah, that guy, like, he, he's he's a guy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I like when we watched Soretti in high school, we're like, all right, this guy is better than all of us. Come on. Like, is mm-hmm. there anyone you got that you've played with that's like that, too? Uh, you know, yeah, everybody – you know, you, you see a lot of diff- a lot of talent at the Pro Bowl level. Um, you know, there's a kid for the Reds. His name's Ellie De La Cruz. You know, it's just one of those things where, like, you know, some guys sometimes, you know, when you're when you're playing a six game series, and if those guys crush it for the six games, you know, like it looks easy. Um, mm-hmm. And then one of my friends here on uh, on my Colonels team, he actually just got called up to Double A. Um, Christian Encarnacion Trent, you know, guys that you know he's got 20 home runs right before the All Star break. So, you know, mm-hmm. guys that just you know come in day out and you, and then you watch like, they do the same thing every day. They do the same hitting routine, you know. Um, and, you know, it's just you, – you can pick and you, and you kind of learn. But, you know, there's there's great talent, obviously, in pro ball. So, Yeah, definitely. Um, going back to your game, though, what's the farthest ball you think you've ever hit? Um, maybe if you don't have, like, the full calculations, like, give me an estimate. Like, what do you think? I probably definitely hit some balls over 450, probably close to, like, four, probably 470, 475. It's probably the furthest ones I've ever hit. That's crazy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine having that feeling, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So we've, we've talked about your strengths now. Now I want to get into one of your weaknesses. 
you've stolen one bag this year and you've, and you only stole one bag all of last year. Are you ever going to get that number up to two in one season or? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure, um, you know, I'll just a lot of times, depending on the situations, you know, being in the three and the four hole, you know, you, you got a lot of guys behind you. Um, and, you know, being a bigger guy, you know, they, they think I can't run. I mean, I've, I definitely can. I mean, I've, we had races out here. We do speed development. I've had races against my friends on the field, and, I, and I've beaten them. And they're like, well, how come you don't get the green light? I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, but obviously that's different. Um, but if the guy is slow, you know, coach gives me the green light. So just haven't got many, but I'm sure I'll definitely get up to two. All right. I'm ready for that. Um, I'd love to see it. Um, our last question, unless Jacob's got something to add after. Uh, so our last guest and our first guest on the show was Matthew Batten, um, which I'm not sure if you're aware of. He got called up 13 days after our interview with him to the Padres. He's currently up there and even had a pitching appearance as an infielder uh, in a blowout game. But uh, what would it mean to you to make it to the majors? Oh, I mean, that would be a dream come true. Right? It's everything I've ever wanted. You know, I, I got I got notes and stuff that when my family was moving, we found stuff from when I was in first grade that, you know, says, like, looking like my dream is to be a major league baseball player. Um, I mean, it would mean everything, especially especially to my family. You know, my parents have sacrificed so much to just at least get me to this point. All the countless, you know, lessons, hours, driving to tournaments, money spent, hotels. Um, it, it would mean everything. This is all I've ever wanted in, in my life. So. Uh, it would mean everything. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. Um, again, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, if there's anything you want to plug or say at the end, uh, plug your Instagram, whatever you want to do. Uh, we appreciate you coming on our show and uh, it's all your floor now. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys. and appreciate reaching out. And, you, know, you know, you guys can, can get me on here. This is obviously cool. And I appreciate you guys even asking me to come on. So uh, thank you guys. And uh, I hope you guys have a, have a good day. And, uh...